be fun. Uh, so anyway, I thought on, on this, uh, this, this meetup, I thought we can talk about technology a little bit, like what questions people might have about, about technology. We can have like a round table, maybe we'll talk about apps, what, what, what you guys use, what helps yes, your business. Websites. Yeah, websites, different things like that. Uh, so I posted in our Facebook group uh, last week, I was like, hey, what, where are some of the apps that help your business? So I got some responses I thought I'd share, and then maybe we can all talk about what it is that we use that maybe we don't talk about. And we did talk about Notary Act a little bit. Uh, so Notary Act, if you're, if you're not aware, Notary Act is an app uh, that is your, it's an e-journal. And so it's, 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 an, it's an e-journal because in Utah, in fact, 45 states allow electronic, electronic journals. And Utah is one of those states. And so I, uh, and Scott uses e, uh, Notary Act as well. Sounds like Chris, does anyone else use Notary Act? Um, so, it's just, so it's nice. So everyone carries like a, a, like a book journal. Does everyone carry like a book journal? So this is nice because if you, if you have a lot of signings and your bag is full of documents, you know, the last thing you want is another book in your bag as well. And so... It's also handy if you're out and about doing things. Yeah, when you're just random. Yeah, yeah. It's just right there in your phone. At this bank and someone needs a notary and the notary at the bank isn't there. Yeah. I remember like when I carried a, a, a book journal, I would, and we, maybe we'd meet at a, you know, at a table and have a glass of water. And I was like, please don't spill your water. Please don't spill your water. It's going to ruin... You know, like I don't care about the documents because I can reprint the documents, but if you ruin my journal, my journal is ruined. So I hated that. I love that it's just all on the app. Uh, anyway, so Notary Act, uh, I might have them, they're, they're, they're based, uh, the founder is uh, from New York and their uh, director is in Oregon and he might be coming out next month for our meetup. So he, he'll, he'll be talking about that. So, so yeah, I, I was actually been talking to him this week. Um, I'm kind of help coordinate because he might be a sponsor for the Loan Signing System Conference. But, so I've been trying to help coordinate that for them as well. But they might be coming out next month for our meetup and talk about the app, maybe show the app, the, the pros and cons. But you can, do, you can do a trial and check it out as well. So it, it, it's very cool. Well, one thing I think about, and I haven't used it yet, yeah. the paper one, like I haven't done very many, and you're trying to cover up people's yeah. Oh, information, and yeah. To, you know, and it's at the yeah. Right. Exactly. And so now you're just doing one entry at a time. Yeah. They can't see anything else. And what else is cool too is for fraud prevention, what you can do is that you know the back of your driver's license, there's the barcode, right? And every state has that. Well, the app has a feature where you scan the barcode and it'll pull all their information in. And so now you can see their name matches their license. Right, because it's very hard. I mean, you can fake a driver's license, but you can't fake the barcode to match the driver's license information. So, and you can choose yeah. which information it grabs. Like you can say, oh, I want to pull the expiration date. Exactly. So I did a, I did a signing uh, yesterday, and his name on the document is it's Dennis. And so I'm looking at his ID, and I see it, and I scan it, and then I'm like, wait, Calvin? And I look, and it was Calvin Dennis. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just saw the Dennis, because that's what I was looking for. I saw his name, and then I was like, wait, this doesn't show. So I was able to cross-reference. I said, hey, wait, let me see your ID again. I said, oh, okay, now I see. So that's what's nice, too. It just helps prevent fraud as well. I like, I like that feature. So anyway, that was one thing that someone mentioned, and we were just talking about that earlier. So that, that's an app. I'll mention a couple for that people post in the Facebook group, and then we can all talk more about it. Uh, somebody uh, wrote Gas Buddy. Did anyone use Gas Buddy or like a gas app? So they're looking for the best prices, right? That's what Gas Buddy does. It looks for the cheapest gas prices around. Yeah, I normally just go to Sam's Club myself because I think that's always usually one of the best prices. But, but yeah. Uh -huh. But anyway, you know, Gas Buddy, that's, that's a great app somebody mentioned. Uh, they also, another person wrote Canva. Does anyone know what Canva is? Yeah. Do you, yeah? What do you use it for? Okay. Oh, that's good. 
idea because if you have a lot of people do that, yeah. Uh-huh. You can't put a Google tag on it for Google. Ah, Analytics. okay, that's good to know. So, but for now, I have my website running through Canva. Canva. And what, Scott, what do you use Canva for? Uh, creating social media posts. Social media posts. So, so like when I get reviews of, yeah. from Google, I'll take those reviews and put them into Canva and make it look nice and pretty. Mm-hmm. And then I can post that on my Instagram. Yeah, so Canva has a lot of pictures that you can pull from and use that for social media. A lot of people use it for like social media or websites. And there's a lot of pictures. You can use pictures from Canva too, like uh, the yeah, built in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So uh, another one somewhere was Amazon, right? Buying supplies. I just bought more pens and they those huge clips. Those are hard to come by, I find. So I'd, I'd go to Amazon and buy those huge clips. I've got some reverse mortgages coming up. They're like over 200 pages. I'm like, I need bigger clips for these. <laughs> so I just ordered a whole bunch. I need the big clips for these ones. So. So I just ordered a whole bunch of the big clips from, from Amazon. So that was one person. Yeah, it was here in two days. It was great. Uh, someone said they use the FedEx app to try to find FedExes. So, and I think they also order uh, some of the sleeves as well. Because I know you, you can create a free account through FedEx. And they'll, they, you can order. Yeah, yeah the, mail, the mail stuff. So you can have those. The envelopes and the sturdy packs. You have to ship Uh, right, so I could create that label right there on the app, and they could scan the QR. It generates a QR code that when I walk uh, into FedEx, they scan it, and it prints off my label that I. Oh, uh, very there. cool! Yeah, so FedEx. That was what uh, someone wrote uh, Adobe, yeah. and so that's apps where we can download documents. You have the Adobe app, put it in there to, to to print, and then someone put Notary Gadget. So Notary Gadget is a software where you can help record your. Anyone use Notary Gadget? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, more than half. So Notary Gadget, you know, is a website you can, you, can, you can put all your signings in there and help you with your bookkeeping. But they just created an app, I think, a few months ago. They came out with the app, so it's still in the infant stages, but someone wrote also Notary Gadget. So, so those are what people commented. Now I'd like to know uh, everyone here, like what apps or websites or whatever technology you're using or questions you might have. Scott, would you raise your hand? Yeah, payment processor, whoever you're using. So for general notary work, how to receive yeah. payments? Receive payments. Yeah. Even if like someone wants to just pay me for, for like I had one the other day where they didn't want to, they, they didn't have time to add it to settlement, so they're like, hey, they're just gonna pay you via credit card out book escrow. Ah. So they gave me hundred buck, fifty bucks via the credit card, and so yeah. I that in. Yeah, so, yeah, payment systems, you can do a business Venmo, yeah, PayPal, Stripe, Zelle. Uh, yeah, everyone take money. QuickBooks has one too, so so it's good to have like a payment software in case someone's like, hey, I need to hire you for general notary work, but I, you know, I don't carry cash, so so you have a payment way to take payment from them. Great one. Uh, any other apps people use that helps them or websites or questions technology related that they want to share? I have a question. Yeah. Um, I use What I understand, I don't think that they can um, create links to booking systems. So I'm wondering, for people that go direct, is is there a preferred website or a software system that allows either general notary work or whether it's through SS for people to go to your website and make bookings? 
like the, the in, get incorporated into yeah. your calendar, like on your yeah. phone? Yeah, there are. Um, One of the big ones that you see a lot on the low time system would be Calendly. Yeah, for like invites. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and you can get a link to put up on a website for that. I don't use it. I don't really care because if, I want, if they want to book with me, they're going to send me an email. Mm -hmm. They're going to call me. And that would be my next question. Is that really um, something that needs to be focused on as far as business? Is your business, is this the type of industry, being you, um, where the need is urgent, so they're going to pick up the phone and call you? Generally. Yeah, it's usually going to be an email or phone call. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> my website has a place where they can input details, and it will trigger an email to me. It was used once, and from that, I responded to them, and then they never used it again. They just responded through okay. email from then on. It was used one time. So on my website, it's set up. It can be used. Yeah. It's been used once, so that helps you answer your question. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, most of the time. People are looking for a notary. They need a notary yesterday. Yeah. And they just can call or email and say, I need it. I need it now. Or even now with Google Maps, um, if you have a Google review site, they'll, they can send you messages via Google now. Yeah. I, I assume we all have smartphones. Is that correct? We also, does anyone like live and die by their smartphone for their business? Yeah. I'm like die hard. Yeah. Like I live off my calendar. Like I tell my wife, if you want to book something with me, you have to put it in the calendar. It's seriously, right? Because she knows my business is very important to us, and so she, and she gets so it. So many different things moving, <clears throat> yeah. targets happening real time. Exactly. So she has to check it like, oh, he's not coming home yet. He's got, he just picked up a last minute signing. So it's so like she sees that. So I'm like, so hey, if you have something. Said, call me and say <clears throat> he's on his way home, and then he isn't. Yeah, exactly. You know, th th yes, things happen. Else called after you got off that phone. Uh-huh. And there, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so if there's a birthday party, graduation, she needs to put in the calendar. So I said like, oh, okay, I live off that calendar it's, it's anyone else like live off their calendar yeah yeah, yeah it's the same so google calendar what do you guys use for gps what does everyone use for gps google, google maps google maps google maps I, I use apple maps just because it's in my calendar i have iphone so when i click on the address it just automatically opens up apple maps but i actually have both apps installed because you never know Send you somewhere that isn't real. Yeah, it's like this is not pulling up in my in the app, so I go to the like Google Maps. Like, oh, there it is. So yeah, I like, like to have both of them. Sometimes an address doesn't, doesn't <clears throat> come up right, and if, if I'm ever like, huh, they're saying it's in Cincinnati, I'm gonna go check the. Yeah, address. yeah, I don't think that's I right. Like, okay, Layton, that makes sense. <laughs> I yeah. went to the Layton what, City Center, whatever. Oh. For this and was like. Doors locked. Wait, that's not a library. <laughs> I had to do it again. Ah, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you, you never, you never know what pulls up. Plus, I have a car, Apple CarPlay. Does anyone have like Android or yeah? So that, I have two because it just pulls up and just it's, it's right there on the screen. So that kind of helps. <clears throat> I, I got I got that installed in my mobile office, and that, that was a huge game changer for me to have the Apple CarPlay. It's like, oh, this is this is pretty nice. It's the little things. <clears throat> it's the little things. Yeah. Big one for me, uh, podcast. Oh, yeah. So driving around. Any podcast you recommend? You just for uh, the curiosity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just wondering. <laughs> uh, traveling as much as you do, you can listen to music. You can. I like sometimes just being alone with my thoughts, but uh, podcasts allow you to listen to an array of uh, information. Uh, I like listening to his podcast. Thank you, thank and, you. You know, a couple of different podcasts, although I find most notary podcasts have kind of a short life span. Like they get distracted with other things, which is 
Be I'm proud to say I have the longest tenured notary podcast. I was What's looking. That? I have the longest tenured yeah. notary podcast. Yeah, I, I was looking so. at with the most episodes. Yeah, because other ones, uh, even if they're continuing, it's like they're very spotty about like, you know, okay, they were doing it weekly, then they're doing it monthly, then they're doing it biannually. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like one will pop up suddenly from one I forgot I, was, I had been listening to. Like, oh yeah, I guess they pull something up. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's nice, cause especially if you do have a lot of appointments yeah. and like you're, you're busy all the time. Like you feel alone a lot of times, right? Yeah. So that's what's nice about podcasts because you feel like you're part of the conversation. You're like, oh, like you just feel like you're talking to people. That's how I feel sometimes. Like I'll be out, I think like Thursday or I was out 12 hours, just so many, so many on Thursday. And so right before, right before a holiday, right before a weekend, right before a month end, it was like, it was crazy on Thursday. I was gone for 12 hours. It feels lonely sometimes, right? And so like, it was I'm nice. I'm so tired of driving and I can only listen to so many hours of music and so many books. Yeah. And so many television shows. Yeah. Exactly. So podcast is nice too because you feel like, oh, I'm having a conversation with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's... Zero time edit. I don't edit my podcast. No, it's it's raw. It's organic. It's I just trim the it's beginning and end. Life. Yeah, so it's real. Yeah, if I Maybe blunder, yeah, <laughs> it's weird. But I don't. No, if I make a mistake, it's it's getting out there. I'm real. Podcast. I would. A lot of us is starting a business, and so okay, how do you do that? This podcast that kind of teach about things that are you know secondary to you know. You need to learn how to be a notary first, obviously, but you're also a business owner as well, yeah. and that stuff is important too. And again, some you know podcasts are helping with notary business, but a lot of them they're they're just going to be about business, and business is business. So yeah, having a couple of those comp- you know podcasts as well to help you uh, educate you to how to best uh, build your business, help you set goals, etc. I listen to actually finance podcasts as well because like, what's the point of making a lot of money if I just waste all my money, right? So I listen to finance podcasts. I listen to parenting podcasts because my favorite title is being a father. So, so that's my favorite. So I listen to parenting podcasts as well so I can be the best version of myself and uh, other podcasts will help me real be a better podcast. husband. I listen to real estate podcasts. Talk to your realtors and loan officers yeah. and sound like an idiot. Right, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I'm, like, I'm, I know what's going on. Let me teach you yeah. something. Yeah, and I'm getting into real estate, so I'm, I, I'm uh, like investing, so I'm listening to real estate podcasts too. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of different podcasts out there. Great ones, a podcast app. Uh, what, what else is everyone using? Sign for those that have them. Yeah, like, give, give some examples so people can hear uh, those. Solidify has it one. Solidify. Uh, signing... Signing catch. Signing catch. Yep. Signing catch. catch. Uh, serve. Yep. Exos, Amrox. Exos, Amrox. Uh, and then I don't know if we, who who's who, who uses iPhones. So you're the only one. That you're, okay, it's the only one. What's fine. That's wrong with that. I'm just I'm just curious because I don't I don't have an Android, so I can't I, I don't know the answer to this. But you can you can create shortcuts to websites on on your phone. So like for example, I have like a folder. And it's, it's all for notary stuff. And so there's a bunch. But a lot of these are just websites that I put creative shortcuts to. So, like, for example. Yeah. So, like, for example, like, yeah, exactly. So, like, Snapdocs, for example, instead of me, like, going to my browser and typing in the Snapdocs login, I just hit the, the shortcut. So, like, you go to the website, for example, like Safari, if you have, looks like most of us have iPhone. You open up Safari, type in the website that you want to go to, and then create a shortcut right to your home screen. And that way I just hit that and it goes 
take me right to the login screen. But if, you, if, you, if you've clicked on Remember Me, it'll take you right into your dashboard. So you're not having to like log in every time too. So, so that's a cool thing that I like to do as well, create shortcuts on my home screen for websites. So if the, if the platform has an app, great. And if not, I create shortcuts. So, like signing orders, snap docs, yep, notary suite. Uh, so yeah, these are some zig sig. Those are just some, some of the ones. That just create shortcuts too. So what is notary suite? It's just another platform. Yeah. There's a million. Yeah, you have to get yeah. signs from. Mm -hmm. There's a huge list of them. So. Yeah. So what what platforms are like? Does everyone know what Snapdocs is? Who does not know what Snapdocs is? I don't. I can assume, but yeah. So Snapdocs is probably the largest platform, I would assume. Okay. Um, so it's the largest well, platform. <laughs> yeah, especially there too. So any signing service, any title company, any mortgage company can create an account on SnapDocs. And it's basically where they say, hey, we're looking for notaries. And they'll send you a text attorneys. notification. Yeah, attorneys as well, they're on there. They'll send you a text notification. You can respond, wow. yes, I'm available. No, I'm not available. Or I want to counter. I'm not available at 9 a.m. I'm available at 10 a.m. I won't do it for 90, but I'll do it for 100. Wow. Yeah, so it's a platform for Businesses, businesses to find notaries, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people get mixed up. What's a platform? What's a signing service? A signing service is a place yeah. uh, where we, like me I, and Scott, we own signing services. So we're looking for notaries, and we use a platform. Like I use signing order. He uses notary dash. These are platforms that any notary can, can sign up on, and you'll get notifications for signings. The problem, though, is you have to hurry up and get them because mm -hmm. I was paying signing order. It's only like two ninety nine a month. Month for is it? I was yeah. Them Yeah. I think it's kind of unfortunately put us all in a place where we're competing against each other. Whoever yeah. gets first gets it. And then when you get it, you're like, oh, now I see what the details are. But then it looks bad on you if you choose to cancel because you didn't know it was 30 bucks to go to Tooele. Right. So <laughs> right. Because you were quick on the draw, right? Like it was yeah. there, but you were so quick to be like, I want this. So like, I oh, shoot. Yeah. My said he doesn't pay for it, but he still gets notifications. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to yeah. pay if I never get it every time I hit it. Or I don't even have yeah. seconds to see if this is something I want to do or can do. And every time I've you know, tried to counter on the price, of course they're not going to give me what I want because somebody else will do it for 30 or 50. So wow. you never know. But most of what I do is general notary works. I actually don't really do signings. Uh -huh. um, and the few signings I've done, it was actually random people who called me on their own. And I'm right. like, you have a title officer. But something happened, and I'm able to charge exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. So like I went to Mapleton a couple nights ago. Mm -hmm. I said, I'll do it for 300 and that's exactly what I got cash. So I think, you know, I don't know, I'd like to do more signings. Obviously, when you're learning about being a notary, everyone's pushing that. And then you watch the videos where it's like, I did 20000 a month, and you're blowing all this money on materials and everything. And then you realize, wait a minute, it's not like that. It's tied to the market. And we have a lot of competition and whatnot. So yeah. but anyway, I just, for now, I focus on general notary work. And I think you can bring in a full-time income with just that for, you know. Yeah. There's a billion notarizations yeah. in the United States every yeah. year. Yeah, every year, yeah. That's, I, it, that's awesome. Yeah. That. Yeah. I actually thought you couldn't make money on general notary work. I didn't the, either. How to, like, so how do you make money on general notary work? Because you can only charge for signature. I know, but I didn't either because I sat on my staff for a while. I'm like, $10, mm -hmm. I can't make money off 10 bucks. Right. You have to charge for your travel fees. Um, so, mm -hmm. for instance, if somebody calls you and they're in Ogden, you can say, I'll charge you 50 bucks just to get out there. 
the 10 bucks for your signatures and then 65 cents per mile. That's exactly how I charge. Round trip. Also, this is a holiday weekend. The signing that I have, uh, premium Mm -hmm. because it's a holiday weekend. One, it's a weekend plus it's a holiday weekend. So you you charge for your travel and then plus your miles? And then plus your signature? You can charge for holidays. I personally don't. I didn't work on Mother's Day, but I will upcharge for nighttime. So that's part of the reason I told the guy I mm-hmm. want this money. You just have to be, you have yeah. to specifically say what it's for. And you, so for example, if it's the first day, you can't say, I'm charging you $20 for the notarization. You can't say that because that's mm-hmm. breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm charging you $10 for the notarization. You can't charge more than 65 cents per mile round trip because if you say, I'm charging you 70 miles per cent, 70, cents per mile for my travel time because you're saying you're charging them for travel it has to follow the state statute yeah. but you can't there's nothing that says you can't charge a convenience fee there's nothing that says you can't charge for your time there's nothing that says you can't charge for the access right. for your specialization yeah. like I always tell people well, I'm a specialized notary if they call me because I'm like I've specialized in real estate training so you know you're paying well, it's like DoorDash you know you can go to McDonald's and get it yourself but you don't want to so you're going to pay all the fees for somebody to bring it to you so that's what we're offering in mm-hmm. that convenience and, factor and again you tell them up front like, it's not like you go there and you say okay now it's this this you amount. have to tell everything you, has you to be let them know beforehand you get an okay from them that okay that I agree to that price mm-hmm. and then you go you, I guess you, I understood it is that you could only charge for the miles and then notes I mean and then or the notary I didn't understand yeah. you could actually charge for your time as long as they agree to it. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so, yeah, especially get the, let them know ahead of time so it you know, surprises. And so, you know, the state has these laws so that we're not overdoing it, basically. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, hey, you can't just charge $50 per stamp. We have a limit, $10 in our state per stamp, per notarization, um, or per person. So, per signature, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, per so signature. Per, per signature, that's what I'm looking for. Per notarized signature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so two people that sign a, a power, if you have two people that sign some, like I did one yesterday, it was hundred bucks for literally because they, the way that the attorney had set it up, they wanted the notar, the witnesses notarized twice mm. and they wanted the person that was becoming the power of attorney and the person that was giving power of attorney to be notarized. So you had four, there's 40 bucks right there and they had wanted two copies of it. So that was 80 bucks there plus my $50 convenience fee. Mm-hmm. So I literally made 130 bucks for being there for 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah. they're usually pretty quick, 20 minutes in and out for the most yeah. part, unless they want to talk a lot or something. So, um, but no, I was going to say, I'll show what's in my bag. Yeah, kind of. Yay. Or maybe if we can do that at the end, just because I'm rolling, if we maybe do that, we'll stick with the technology for now, and then we can do that at the end. That'd be great. Yeah. Here's an app that I, I use a lot, uh, especially when it gets to like that traffic time, like between four and six. I use the UDOT app. Oh, that's a good one. So I use the UDOT app. The UDOT app is nice. It will show you any incidences. So if like I know, okay, I'm, I, I'm in Salt Lake, but I'm driving to Lehigh. Like what's going on on I-15? <laughs> what's, what's going on? And I can I look. Something. Yeah, so I can look. Oh, there are accidents. So. Right. Exactly. And and so it'll show you incidences that are on the roads. Like, do we have like the incident section? Or obviously there's it's Saturday and there's none. Uh, but it'll show you like oh there's three incidents I can look like where are these incidents at in Utah? And then there's also a map uh, here, so I can go to the map 
and look where I'm at, and it'll show me like the freeway, like, oh, it's green, so it's, everything's looking good. Or it's like, oh, it's, it's a little orange-yellow, that means it's getting the, right, because they're metering into the freeway this time, or it's red, there was an accident. Or, and oh, so, there's construction over there. I want there's construction, yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that's an app I like to use, like, when it starts getting to, like, between 4 and 6 p.m. I'll, I'll start, I don't use that app regularly, but, like, in that time frame, like, okay, people are getting off work, traffic's going to start picking up, How's it looking? In the morning. Or snowing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, Winter. I, I have to go to Tooele today, and it was that day we had like the four feet of snow. I had to get to Tooele at 9 a.m. in the morning, and so I was watching that UDOT all night long saying, mm-hmm. okay, how's the roads looking? Yeah. How long is it actually going to take me to get to Tooele? Right. Because, <laughs> you know, Google's saying, yeah, it's going to only take you, you know, an hour. I'm like, it's going to take me like two hours because there's all these icy road conditions. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, so does anyone like use an app to listen to music? Actually, we talked about podcasts and audiobooks. Anyone use like an app for music, or do you guys use the radio? What's everyone? Use a good app for music. Use Spotify. Spotify. Use Spotify. There's two. There's a blue one and an orangey one. The top one. Okay. Yeah. So use Spotify. Anyone else use any other like music apps to listen to? Use what? Amazon Music. Yeah, I use that. I have. On iHeart? Okay, awesome, yeah. So, yeah, it's good. That's not the, going back to, like, I use that Apple CarPlay. I like that because, you know, a lot of times you're using your phone for your GPS, but then you're not seeing notifications. notifications. Or if you get a phone call, now you lost your map because <laughs> you're, you're, on, you're on the phone sometimes, right? Or, or you're looking at something, now you lost. Oh, I missed that exit. So that's why, another reason why I like having, like, a, a CarPlay or Android makes one, too. Actually, the one I have, it can be connected to Amazon, Android, or Apple. And uh, so it just is there, so that way I have the GPS still going while I'm on a phone call or something like that through the Bluetooth, and and so that's why I like to just make or it just hands free. I wouldn't do that, Scott. Well, I, I don't do that. I'm an I am an angel when I'm on the road. Yeah. Does anybody have like a hotspot in their vehicle? Yeah. You have hotspot here? What do you use? Uh, I forget the name of it. It's a cheap phone, though. From where? Got it from Best Buy. Okay. Is it connected to, like, your cell phone provider or? Uh, no, no. It's just a, its own hotspot. How much do you pay for that? Uh, 50 a month. 50 a month. Yeah. Okay. And is, maybe share why Why do you have it? Uh, because uh, my internet tends to really suck, like, on my phone. Anytime <laughs> I step out of my house, uh, Ogden's like a dead zone. The entire... City is a dead zone. I don't get it. So I use my hotspot so that I can uh, usually uh, for traveling the maps is okay for the most part, but once in a while that glitches out too. So using the hotspot for that reason. Uh, sometimes if I have a lot of time between uh, signings, I like to get some work done on my laptop, so I take that with me, and then the, the hotspot's better than you know, having to find a Starbucks or, or somewhere. So just for those occasions. All right, awesome. I just remembered another app, Everlance. What is that? I, I don't know that one. My, that's what I use for tracking my mileage. Ah, okay. And it's called Everlance? It's called Everlance. Didn't you use MileIQ before? Okay. Was that your mileage? You use mileage? Why aren't you bringing that up then? <laughs> yeah, right? Don't you use it for your own business? But you're right, I love Okay. And the reason I like Everlance is because literally it just tracks every, 
it's like 60 bucks for the whole year and it's literally everywhere I drive it records where I'm going. You just swipe left and right? And then you swipe left and right, and oh. then it tells me when I'm done swiping left and right. For example, I can look at, to, so, so far today, I've, all of my mileage has been business mileage. So I have 61 mileage today, which was $40 in write-offs. Yeah, wow. Right, so I basically almost paid for the app just by today's mileage, and I'm not even done yet, right? You know, and so then I can look at last month, this week, like I can then look and see, okay, how am I doing, how many miles am I driving on my car? Like, and how many of them are personal, how many of them are business? Because all of those business miles can be used for tax deduction at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not putting them into notary gadgets? No, it's okay, bad. Because I'm manually entering that. I was going to yeah, use mile like two, and I'm like, this is annoying. So I didn't mm-hmm. use anything, and I just yeah. manually write So it. I literally, for when I use notary gadget, I just put no mileage, no mileage, no mileage. Because here's the thing. They're not including the time that takes me to run over to FedEx and drop docs. It's not including the... Uh, every time I go to the bank, it's not including every time that I, maybe I'm going from one place and then I'm having to run over here and then, oh, I had to run over and maybe I'm, you know, doing circles, right, in the same area. Like last, yesterday I had three in West Valley, all like in a triangle. Well, there's no way notary gadget can catch and capture that path that I took. Right. Yeah. So it's a little more precise. You don't have to babysit. I don't have to babysit. It just runs in the background all day long. I just leave it running. It's just, you know, you leave that app running in the background. And literally when I get home at night, Mm -hmm. I just sit there and I go, okay, that trip was business. That one was personal. That was personal. That was business. That was business. That was business. That was personal. That was business. And I'm done. Good. So I'm going to run all day and then separate it out. At the end of the night. And that's literally the last thing I do before I go in for the night is like I sit in my, my roommate thinks it's so weird because he pulled in one night. He sees me sitting there swiping. He's like, you want Tinder in your car? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, I'm just like recording my mileage for the day. Yeah, and it takes, I haven't obviously been a notary, but I've owned my own business for a while also, and so it takes just minutes. And what I love is that the you can do a monthly report and an annual report, and you literally can send it right to your CPA in minutes. Yeah. Can we go and backtrack then? No, you could. You could. You cannot. It only, you can technically go in and create your own trips. Let's say it doesn't record a trip for whatever reason, because it does happen. Glitches happen, right? You can then technically go and create a trip, but I don't like doing that. I like this because it time indexes everything, keeps it track, so that if you ever get audited by the IRS, it's like here you can have my five thousand, the five million trips that I've made with time indexes and where I was at, and it's all geocoded. Iris isn't gonna fight you on that. No. This year alone, I've driven sixteen thousand nine hundred two miles, mm-hmm. right total. Of those, thirteen thousand six thirty-seven were work, three thousand two hundred sixty-five have been personal. My mileage deduction as of today is eight thousand nine hundred thirty-two dollars off my income. Yeah, it's literally saved me from the difference of having to pay the IRS a couple grand to actually getting a return. Mm. Just mm-hmm. mileage alone. Yeah. That's Everland. Everland. Literally, and the nice thing is that sixty bucks that you pay to them once a year is also tax deductible. Yeah. Because it's a business expense. That's awesome. No, it's just super that's nice. A great, that's great. Yeah, it's a great little thing, and it's it's so easy, and I don't have to think about it. Right? It's just every morning when I get in my car, I open up the app. When I get out of the car, at the end of the day. Five minutes of my day because I, I, 
started out trying to use Notary Dash. I started out trying to use, you know, I tried using a million different things, right? And it was like the simplest, this was the best solution for the money. Now, with it running in the background, do you feel like it's using a lot of your phone battery? A little bit, because okay. it is GPS tracking you. But okay. Honestly, my Apple thing, you know how it gives you the percentage? This one? Oh, yeah. Uh, it looks like a green arrow. Green arrow? Oh, okay. Yeah, this one is showing the blue. Uh, here, this one then. Yeah, that one. All right. I'm getting that. I mean, right honestly, right. it takes about 6% of my daily battery, which is not oh, okay. much. Okay, that's good to know. Was it kind of in the background a little bit? Yeah, not it, taking it's too just much. Tracking everywhere you're going. Are Got you it. Charging your phone when you're back. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I always get in and plug my phone in anyway. Yeah. So yeah. So as long as you got your phone plugged in while you're running it, you won't even notice. Everyone has a phone charger in their in their car, right? Because you definitely <laughs> yeah. definitely need one. <laughs> and a backup one in case that one dies. Yeah, I actually have like a little battery MagSafe pack I can just attach to the back in case I'm running low or something like that. Does anybody use an iPad? I see you have one. Yeah. I say that again. So you're talking about do I use the iPad for like for people to sign on? Yeah. So I I, I, uh, I don't know about what where Utah is with iPen. It's legal, but nobody wants to use. Yeah, it. Yeah, no one's using it because it's, it's, I think the software is expensive, or they're just not trained in it yet. Because it's super expensive. It's mm -hmm. like a, it's almost like three grand a month for iPen. Yeah. For, and it's not for us. That's that's for the mortgage or title company to, oh, okay. to have it. Um, and they're going three grand. We don't make that kind of money. <laughs> These same apps that we use anyway don't work on the iPads. Well, they do. They just work differently. Yeah. Okay. So, but you know, I I don't know. Like, are you always carrying your iPad? Like, for like, you said, you use my IQ. Like, always with me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, me too. I mean, mine's always with me too. So is that what you're thinking? No. So I I like I have my. It's just more like. It's for a lot of different things. Like when I'm reviewing scans, like I, I like it on the iPad. Easier, I can just scroll through it faster. Um, I can, it's connect. I have wi so I have Wi-Fi in my vehicle, my mobile office, and my printer and scanner are hooked up to it. So I can print, like I'm at a stoplight. Oh, here's the last minute document. I'm at a stoplight. Okay, cool. I pull up my iPad, There's hit print, CD. boom. Yep, happens all the time. I hit print, yeah. Nice. Yeah, have you seen my mobile office? I was gonna say, are oh. you the one that had a truck? Van. Van. You, a van, yeah. and you got a table in the back. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, See, I'm not as extreme as you. Yeah, I went extreme. I printer in my car. Okay. And I drive just a Toyota Camry hybrid. Okay. But I have a printer slash scanner in my car, and it's the best money I ever spent. I have yeah. space in the back of my vehicle. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to, to do like a mobile office for, yeah, for a printer and okay. scanner and a lot of different ways to do it, but, but yeah. So, yeah, mine's, mine's to the extreme for sure. <laughs> yours is next level. <laughs> yeah, mine's, yeah. So we talked about the Yeah, yeah, you got it. Obviously, Notary's not in here, so are you under consultant, creative? None of them. Like, literally, you can create your own. Oh, the plus here. Mm-hmm. And then add. And then create a Notary. Nice. What, uh, does anyone use a laptop? Or what kind of computers do you have at home? Who has Apple? Who has uh, Windows? You've got both. Technically, yeah. I have two, but I, yeah. I don't know whatever HP is. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be Windows. Yeah, why bring it up? Because I know a lot of people struggle with um, uh, Macs because the like Adobe. Adobe. So a lot of people want to use Adobe, mm -hmm. and they don't use it, but uh, but you can actually still use it. So Apple, I, I use Apple. 
Uh, no, not really, because Apple comes preloaded with their own PDF software called Preview, mm-hmm. and it's built in already. And if you have that set to your default PDF, there's zero issues. And that's what that's where people run into issues. Like I'm having problems with my Mac printing to my uh, brother printer because I'm trying to use Adobe, and they just not, they don't like each other. <laughs> so if you if you have Apple. And you use the preview that's already built into it. It's, and that's what it's called. It's called preview. That's the PDF uh, opener. Reader. Yeah, that's a reader, exactly. And you hard, it works better if you hardwire the printer right into your computer. You'll have zero issues. You'll have zero issues. I never had issues pr- printing. But it's, it's, I find out when people have issues, it's because they're trying to use Adobe with it. And that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, so I've used both. On, yeah. It just depends on where I'm at, what I'm doing. Like right. The road computer is, is a Windows because I bought it for that purpose. Ah, uh, but at home you've got a Mac. Got, Mac. got it. Got it. But I also have also another desktop too, so I got lots of computers. <laughs> right. It's like okay, where do I want to print from right now? Yeah. Exactly. 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 Uh, well, actually, my computer's dead. It's okay. I got another one. Speaking of technology, what what printers are is everyone using? Brother, HP. What is everyone using? Brother, 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 brother. I have brother, brother. HP. Me too. I, I actually have both. Okay. I have a good one, but I'm sure the one I really need is going to be better. I, I love my current one. Yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily dual tray, all that. I mm. have an HP, but it, where they just send me the ink when it gets low, I don't even have to go buy it. Is it laser or inkjet? It's laser. Okay. Okay. Uh, who does not have a printer then? You don't have a printer. Mm-hmm. So you're just, you're, you're, you're waiting to get your printer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, talk about that. This is technology. Let's talk about it. We're talking about technology. So printer's technology. So yeah, when you get a printer, she was talking about dual trade. Do you know what that means when she says dual trade? Yeah. Yeah, because you want letter and legal size paper in, in your printer. And you just want, you, it has to be laser. Some people ask, does it have to be laser? Yeah, it has to be laser. Go bankrupt if you try to use Yeah, ink, ink's too, too expensive anyway. Plus, when you have like 100 pages, it's going to be like soggy. Yeah. With all that ink. Take you. So yeah. the very first signing, I tried printing without a laser jet. Yeah, it's slow. Yeah, laser's fast. It's etching it in. It's shooting it out fast. Yeah, ink is going to be slow. And it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be soggy with all the paper. Like, sometimes if you get, like, to a, you know, you're on your way to signing, they say, hey, sorry, last minute change. Uh, the closing disclosure and settlement statement have numbers updated. Can you print? You're like, no, I can't print. They're like, hey, can you ask the borrowers if they can print? And you're printing, like, 10 pages max. That's fine. On an inkjet, but you're doing 100 pages. No, <laughs> yeah, there, there's no. It'll take you forever, and they won't. They won't take. It's gonna start smearing. Because you gotta print two copies. Yeah, so. Like, okay, I just printed, you know, two reverse mortgages, 250 pages each. I just printed over. Yeah. Yeah. Not time to sit there. Right? Exactly. So do you mostly print documents if you're doing out-of-state signings, or what about local signings? Both. Okay. Unless your title company is feeling really generous, or they've already printed them. Yeah. So I, I, me personally, like my, my clients, I would kind of train them, hey, let me know when they're ready. So if I'm in the area, I'll swing by and pick them up. But if I'm chilling at home, I'm not going to drive 20 minutes to go pick them up. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd rather just print from home at that point. Yeah. Papers, you know, the Papers cost of paper and toner is cheaper than the gas to drive. So yeah. It's like, so, oh, if I'm driving past your title company yeah. and I'm to another signing for their docs that you're having me sign tomorrow, right, I'll come swing by your office because that saves me time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if I'm going to drop off documents from another one, you have ready. I'll pick, I'll pick up the next one. So I've kind of trained my hey, let me know when they're ready, and and, uh, and it, I'll let you know what's better. It's a communication thing, right? And it's mm-hmm. part of that just relationship. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah, we'll just send it over to you whenever we get it ready, because you live in you're down in St. George, and I'm not going to be able to ever pick them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I have clients in St. George. Yeah, so it's, everything's being shipped. Everything's being printed. Exactly. I see, like, I can't remember if it's Costco or Sam's Club sells just a laser printer. Anybody yeah. buy just the one that they offer there and have any yep. thoughts on that? Yeah. So the one at Sam's Club, um, I got that for my scheduler. Because sometimes I'll have her print for me. Um, like if I'm out busy, I'm like, hey, print these for me. I'll pick them up from you. So my scheduler, I'll have her print for me. So she, and all my clients are just letter-sized paper. So she's just got the one and has a scanner on top too. So if I need her to scan anything over to whoever, a notary, a, a title office, whoever. So it, it's built, it was like 200 bucks at Sam's Club. So if people are having a hard time like finding one, like, yeah, Sam's Club has this one for like 200 bucks. And if you, if I know a lot of people were like, gosh, like these printers, like 700 bucks, these dual tree, double tray printers are like 700 bucks. <clears throat> I mean, you just go buy two of those for 400 and have one letter, one legal. I mean, is, that, is it a pain? Yeah, sure. But it's better yeah, than paying 700. <laughs> but you know what? At the end of the day, if you break it down, 700, it, it's seven, 700 dollar closings. Yeah. yeah if, seven, you paid or if you say you can only get paid 70, it's 10 signings. Mm-hmm. And then you pay for it. Yeah. It's a good way to break it down. You got to break it down mentally because mm-hmm. then it helps you make it. Okay, this isn't me buying it, it's the business buying it, and the business is buying the technology. Right. It's a tax write off. It's a tax write off. But yeah, it'll I mean, pay for itself. I never thought I would spend 500 bucks on an Epson scanner, right? Like, yeah. Every, right? But it's like, oh, wait, that, that's a no brainer. It's $500 signing. It's so yeah. much more convenient. An Epson ES 500. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Or is it a printer or a scanner? So the one I just mentioned, that Sounds Club, that, that's a built-in scanner. It's not as fast. So these, like these Epson, these are standalone scanners. That's all they do, so they're quick. We have the all-in-one. Yeah. An all-in-one is going to be a little slower because it's built to do many things. So for, to fit in that box, right, it, it's, it slows it down to do the scanning a little bit. It's only able to do a couple yeah. things. It's a great way to start. Going back to apps, CAM scanner. So I scan ID from CAM scanner. Create a PDF. Then just, yeah, then I just print it. Uh, Wait, you know what's easier? You can actually yeah. just print it directly from no, the Notary Act. Do what? From Notary Act. Really? I'll show you later. Yeah. Let's <laughs> 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 just say it, it's a game changer because I can yeah, literally. I, I didn't know that. I like as I'm away, I'll, on my way over there. It's like, oh, I need to print this. Print it. Okay, walk in, grab it off the thing, and walk by the time in you're title. by the time you're there, yeah, very by the cool. Time I'm in the <clears throat> you have to show me too, then. I don't know that one. That's a good one. Or if it's just a quick like three <laughs> pages, quick, quick, quick. That's it. Yeah. Well, maybe next month we'll go that's a lot more detail into it, but cards. yeah, <laughs> yeah. What else? What I was trying to think. What else? Uh, Technology scanners. Yeah. 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 Going back to that. So scanners. Yeah. You were talking about. I wasn't. I think I was going to say five hundred dollars for a scanner. So I bought one of those very little mobile ones. It's like a little brick, and you just kind of open it up. It was like a hundred bucks. That thing kept jamming on me. I'm like, okay, this kind of sucks. So I was like, should I buy it? So, like for example, Office Depot, they have sales that come around. Like Fourth of July sales might be coming around. Yeah. Yeah, right? Memorial so Day. Memorial Day, yeah, President's Day. They have sales coming around for these things. And then if you like get on their email list, like that's an extra ten percent you can get off to. So you can you know, put also, your email. Staples Staples, if you yeah. Part of our Facebook group, you get access yeah. to Staples membership, which gives you a discount. But if you know it's going to print, it's going to scan 100 pages in like a couple minutes, it is a it is a game changer. I mean, that thing, yeah, exactly. 
Epson. Epson. Epson is probably a very common one you can Epson find. Mm -hmm. uh, the 400, I believe, is cheaper. The only difference is the 500, the why it's more expensive because you can use it wirelessly. But if you plan on just having it next to your computer, you can plug it in. You can save an extra 100 bucks by getting the 400 model. So I got the 500 just so I can, I can be wireless. But mm -hmm. like, can you throw it in and walk back over to your computer? Or... Yeah. How frequently would you need to use a scanner? A lot. Oh, in the vehicle? Yeah, not often. Yeah, I mean, it depends what... It, the reason why I did what I did with my mobile office is for convenience. I didn't want to be running around. I was too busy. Like I was doing like a year ago, even today, I'm, I'm doing like five signings a day. I'm doing like five, but you know, a year ago during COVID, I was doing like six to eight a day. Sometimes 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're trying to do 10 closings, yeah, yeah. that's it. And you get a scan and send yep. it online. Mm -hmm. to How much is it there? It's um, 379. What model is that? 379? Yes, that's a good deal. Does it show the, the original price? Is like the sale price Actually, right now? There's one left. One left, and then there's. Must be having a sale. Two, which is three eighty nine. Oh, interesting. I will probably buy that. Yeah. <laughs> Memorial Day sales. Yeah. Said. Yeah. This is on Amazon. It is Amazon. Yeah. I don't know if it goes to the office before yeah. or Best Buy has it. That's yeah. right online. Our great thing is Scott. Are you a right to do business? You are an LLC. I'm a registered LLC filing as an S Corp. That's what I need to do. I'm a DBA right now, and I mm -hmm. didn't realize that I wasn't an LLC. So um, I'm going to switch over. They told me which documents I need to send to them to be an LLC. People will talk about that a little bit. I hope, yeah. And since I have like the back of my car wrapped, my car insurance, is mm. like, well, if you're an LLC, we for an extra three bucks a month, we can give you a million dollars worth of coverage in case you get into an accident because someone's going to see that your name's on your car and they're going to want to see the business. So that's why I want to switch over to an LLC. But mm. well, and then you could also get things like this. For example, this is my business credit card. That's what right? I mean. With Chase, it gave me an eight thousand dollar limit. That's based off your personal no, credit score. No, not my personal. The business. Business. Even if it's a new yeah. business. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get yeah, you just get the EIN, EIN number, and yeah. that's what they're using it for. Yeah, they use the EIN number. number. They'll want to know what you They will so use your personal it. income, and they will pull your credit, but it will not show up on your credit report unless you don't make your payment. So, Donna, do you have a question? I was going to say, this would oh. be a really interesting thing to learn. For in like, future episodes? about wrapping your car and yeah. Kind of yeah, we can talk about that. Or we can talk about the last. We have the room for another hour, but I'm gonna wrap up. I'm gonna wrap up this episode with uh, uh, this other thing. I, who listened to my last podcast episode? It's about NFC business cards. So I talked about like in that last episode, I talked about like my ideal way to create a business card. That's about NFC cards technology. So this is an NFC card. So who on their phone? Again, who, who has iPhones? All right, so everyone, you've got to, that's fine. But, so do you have, so do you have Google Wallet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everyone, I know everyone will have Apple Pay. So have you ever bought anything with it? Like groceries, yeah, right? So you're, you're, you're touching the scanner, right? When you're paying with it, you can do it with your watch or your tap. But your, your debit cards, do you, who has the ability to tap their card, right? All of us do, everyone, exactly. That's NFC, that's called NFC, Near Field Communication. So as long as you're, you basically have to really tap, you have to be like super close for security reasons. But business cards are all, can also do that. These are NFC cards. There's a lot of companies that create 
these, and they can be pretty expensive. I got this from Amazon. It was like 10 for 10 bucks, these cards. You can put anything on it. And so basically, like on my phone, if I just push the power button, it unlocks. But if I tap, if I tap it, it pulls up right there. I touch that, and then boom, it'll go to my website or whatever it is. So it's a, it's a tap business card. And so if I'm at like a networking event or where, wherever I'm at, I can, I can tap, or they can tap, and I, I, I can get them so the information. So you don't the card, you just tap the Well, I, I carry cards, so it depends what I'm doing, right? If, if, I'm, if I'm actually like at a networking event, I'll bring a stack of cards, but I'll also bring this so they can just tap it. But if I'm just like everyday carry, just like for every day, like I'm not carrying a stack of business cards with me every day. I'm just not. the information on their phone? Or it can. Even, okay. Yeah. Just over the website. Right, so yeah, you can, do, you can set up however you want to set it up. Yeah, you can set it to add it as a phone tap. Mm-hmm. So you can set it wherever you want. You just download another app. It's called NFC Tools. So you can order these these cards. Download an app called NFC Tools. You can put whatever whatever you want it to do. You just do that, and then you you take a blank card, tap it to it, and it'll do whatever you tell it to do. So whenever someone taps your card, it'll do what you have programmed for. It. Yeah, create a, create a contact. Create a contact. Yeah. Exactly. Like you on Facebook. And then <laughs> also, you can make it do whatever you want. Link tree. Yeah, open up your link tree. That's what mine does. Mine goes to my link tree. So it goes to my website. It goes to my 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 sponsors. It goes to my social media. It'll go to my podcast. It'll do all that. Okay. But also, in your iPhones, go to your contacts app. Have you created your business card there? Mm-hmm. So it's called it's a digital business card, and you save it as my card, and it'll be at the top. So you tap that. And it's whatever you want it to be, whatever website, whatever email, whatever phone number, whatever title, whatever business, whatever you want on there, social media handles. And then you can just hit the share and send it to someone. And if they have, you can airdrop it, you can Bluetooth connect it, you can text it, you can email it. And now they've got your digital business card. I'm sure Google has one, I just don't know how to do it because I don't have it. But I'm sure if you, I'm sure if you Googled it, it'll tell you how. Yeah, my card. However you want it to edit, yeah. Yeah, and then you can, sh- this, this is a digital business card. That you can- yeah, that you can share. And now they've got, and then they can save it. So kind of what well, you're mentioning, that now they can save your contact information in their phone because you just sent them your contact. So, so that's another thing too. So if you're out talking with real estate agents, escrow officers, lenders, loan officers, you can create a digital business card and then share that. If you don't have, like you just, yeah, you, were, yeah you, just, you just didn't have, you weren't planning on it, right? You didn't plan on meeting a real estate agent that day and you just ran into somebody and, Hey, can I give you my card? Boom. They send them your, your digital business card. I'm All right. On that. Yeah. I know people do digi- digital cards, but I still have my physical and I like how it looks, but sure. I have my fourth box and I'm like, how often do I want to keep paying for this? Because I feel like when you give your card to most people, you usually end up in the trash. That yeah. happens to all of us. Right. Stuff, but I'm not sure if I want to keep sharing my phone with people and saying, here's your digital. So I'm not sure. I haven't decided. Yeah. Yet. Or you can have both. Why, why, why choose one? Why not have both? So that way you're ready. Because what if that's, hey, do you, do you have a digital business card by chance? Yeah, here, let me send it to you. Or if they want to have the digital, ready. maybe they just, you can say, okay, you don't, have your, you don't want to take my digital. Here, take a picture of my business card. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that too. Yeah. 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 So a lot of ways, always be ready. Right? I, was a, I, was a, I was a Boy Scout, so always be prepared was our motto. <laughs> so I like to be prepared. All right, I'm going to end it here.